that up a little easier so what is up man feels like it's been a long time (laughs) i feel like it has been too but i don't think it's been crazy i just yeah it's very weird i don't even remember what we did last if uh i think time just is moving so slow right now because i didn't do anything i guess yeah it's just been a really weird wild world plus you know i did the other uh the rpg round table in between uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't check the time you guys were doing that. I saw it and I was like, okay, good. I'll like, I'll smash in there. And then I like, you guys were like, oh, good show. I was like, son of a bitch, they recorded early. Yeah, it was uh, it was a good one. Um, real diverse. Uh, had a lot of new people join us for that episode. Um, I don't know if That's you've good. listened to it yet, but I have not listened to it yet. No. It's a really good one. I, All right. Yeah, we had uh, it was it was really unique because we had people from all over the globe. You know, we had Australia, Canada, uh, the UK. Uh, a new guy from Georgia joined us who was really cool. Wow. Yeah, it was uh, it was all new people. All except uh, who was with me? That oh, Versnick from Australia. He he's been on several episodes, but other than that, everyone that was on the show had never been on the show before. So it was really really stellar episode. Uh, we just I will check it out. You should, yeah. We we talk about obscure RPGs, and it was a lot harder for me than normal to try and think of anything because I was um, I was trying to think of games that I hadn't mentioned ever before, and yeah. <laughs> we've been doing this so long. I was like, okay, did we? T- yeah, we talked about that that one time. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I really was scraping the bottom of the barrel and hmm. uh, learned about some games that I'd never heard of as well because. Especially um, Bill from the RPG uh, Golden Years, uh, formerly of the RPG Golden Years, currently, gosh, I, I think it's called the RPG After Years now. He uh, he had, was coming up with some stuff I would just never heard of because he actually kind of on his podcast specialized is in uh, in like rare and obscure stuff, and he he currently does one that's called. Uh, all rpg and trappings or something i i've already forgotten <laughs> but definitely listen to the episode of the uh, retro gaming Roundtable to to check his stuff out and uh be able to follow all the things that he does because some really neat stuff in there and also yeah mike you remember mike king yeah he joined us on that episode so oh. yeah yeah it was kind of kind of wild had him on uh we were talking 
together about just random stuff and uh and i said hey you should uh join us one of these times for uh the rpg roundtable it's just open invite to anybody i know you like rpgs and he's like well when are you recording i said saturday and he's like yeah i'm in and he just it was like the next day almost and he joined so wow. really cool is and he still doing the uh the, the graveyard Nintendo power no oh, um just just graveyard just the they graveyard powers yet they didn't uh what ended up happening is they took down all of the um Oh, I didn't uh, hear about yeah, that. Yeah, all, all of the sites that you could download the Nintendo Powers, and he doesn't have a full set of Nintendo Powers because that costs oh, like a... shit. Those things are an arm and a leg now. It's ridiculous. Some of them are Yeah, yeah. I, I downloaded bucks. a bunch of those, but not, I mean, not all of them. Right. Yeah, God, they're all gone, huh? Wow. Yeah. And, he, and if he can't find them, then God, they just don't exist. Probably so, yeah. Nintendo is uh, really, really stringent on... Yeah, um, it's like the Disney of uh, yeah, video games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, their pockets are deep. So he got to, I think it was uh, issue 90-something, something like that. I, I think he he reached all the way to where like the N64 was just about to drop, if I remember right. Uh, but he was having trouble finding co-hosts anyway. But he, he was talking about reviving it at some point. So I don't know. But yeah, if, you, if you're not listening to The Graveyard Shift, which is his other show that he does, uh, and it's in regards to like horror movies uh, a lot of the time they're like comedic and stuff and the the show itself it's is, good. yeah it's, good. it's a good show and uh i'm gonna be jumping on with him we haven't set a date yet but i really want to discuss the movie tusk it's a kevin smith movie that's a horror film starring um mm. uh, numerous people you'd recognize uh, including uh, Johnny Depp, I believe, is in there. Um, really? Yeah, he. you wouldn't recognize him particularly in the film because he is in heavy makeup, but I want to say it's Johnny Depp. I didn't even check that to be sure, but a uh, lo- lot, of, lot of people. But it's, it's a really weird uh, movie about uh, a guy that uh, gets saved by a walrus um, after being shipwrecked and ends up eating the walrus, and it causes him to be really, really guilty about eating the walrus and he decides to make people into walruses using their own bones and skin and makes like a is trying to turn someone into a walrus and then let them murder him very weird plot (laughs) Jesus Christ. But, yeah. um, The amount of drugs you'd have to be on to come up with something. I don't know who came up. Just the whole (laughs) idea of being in a skin suit made out of your own skin and other people's discarded uh, skins. uh, And, like, the the thought of having to poop and pee inside of it. It's just like, what's going on in there? You know, how bad does that thing smell? But uh, that that movie is just, it is beyond wild. Oh, it has a big, fat Haley Joe Osment, isn't it? Just a real weird cast, oh. but a lot of people you'd so recognize. Is it fairly fairly new? Well, I guess you should. I, we shouldn't talk too much about it now. No, not not too much, but yeah, it's uh, it's uh, maybe three, two or three years old, something like that. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's relatively hmm. recent. Yeah, def- if you haven't seen it, James, that that one is a wild ride, man. If you can find it, All it's right. just. I wouldn't say it's good, but you will not ever not be entertained. So in that regard, it's good. It's a bad movie, but it's just like one of these things you're watching. And you're going. This no one wrote. No, <laughs> have to contact Mike. Can I, I have a good movie also that we could? Yeah, he's peruse together. He is a name of it, but it's like a funny zombie flick, and it's it doesn't make any. It's like I think it's British, and 
at the end of the film, like the guy's like using a lawnmower that he kind of straps to himself. Oh, to, like, sure. And killing zombies, and it's, yeah, it's outrageous. That was um, what is that movie called? It's not Evil Dead. That's, that's no. the name that comes to mind, but it's it's something like that. You know who made the film was uh, Peter Jackson. I know that much. That was his first film before he yeah. did Lord of the Rings. Yeah, yeah. Oh God! Um, I, I was at a sleepover and we watched it, and I was like. What are, what is it? And it's like the blood is like <laughs> everywhere, yeah. And it's not even like bl- the color blood. It's like a more of an orange, and it's just like it's so dumb, but it's so good at the same time. Yeah, yeah. He's probably already done that one. Yeah, if you, no, I don't, I don't think so. Uh, and I can't okay. remember the name of the film, but it, it's a famous one amongst like uh, horror files or whatever uh-huh. you call those guys. Uh oh, I hear uh, either David yeah, or. It's Maddie. He yeah. just he'll go to sleep anytime between seven thirty and nine thirty, and if, if I wait for him, it's just gonna take forever. So the other one though, David stopped napping, so he's. I put him down at like eight oh five. I'll be like, I say, I'll be right back, and he just by the time I get back, like I'm five minutes later, he's out. So I'm like, finally, we got one. Of nice. These. Now it, it's the other one that's just the wild card. Oh man, my daughter is to the point. You know, she's like. She she knows exactly what to do to press my buttons and get me uh, like completely enraged and she does it uh, on a whim you know and uh, it's it's a nightmare but um, yeah and getting her to sleep is a nightmare getting her up to go to school is a nightmare um, <laughs> it's just a nightmare I love her to death I mean obviously of but course, of course but yeah we just got through she and I we uh, were playing a lot of video games together we ended up playing Capcom's classics for the PS2 Ooh, we uh, I have that that is beautiful there, I think yeah. there's two of them I think I, uh, I think I have both of them the second one is by far the better of the two volumes um, okay. they're both great the second one has a lot of the beat-em-ups um, uh-huh. that were like super awesome captain commando which we went ahead and yep, played through yep. um hilarious game where you can play as a baby riding a mech um, yeah a literal baby i played that game mech. at yeah. walmart i used to tell my ask my dad to take me to walmart <laughs> because they had that in the arcade and he'd go like he like i don't want to shop here but like but i was like yeah well we might need some stuff and then i just go in the arcade and spend like four dollars on captain commando wild game man and t- yeah. what makes it funnier is you're a baby riding a mech and then you can defeat an Ride enemy yeah you're a baby riding a mech that rides a mech yeah exactly. so it's like this three-tiered <laughs> weird love it combo and you it just it makes no sense but it's awesome so we yeah those it. are great games uh, we played a lot of street fighter where um i'd let her beat me quite a bit yeah and she's she is the queen of talking crap. She she'll just go, oh yeah, dab dab, and she'd just be up dabbing. And that's right, I beat your butt. And I'm like, yeah, okay, you got me. Because if I if I actually beat her, she'll get so mad. Uh, <laughs> so uh, love it. Tanking all those, and then uh, we played through King of the Dragons right before you called and uh, said, you know, that this was a good time to record. Um, King of the Dragons is the one where it's like it's. Uh 2D platformer like thing, and you have a guy following you. Is that that one? Uh, no, you, I think you're thinking of Magic Sword. Um, I'm thinking. Yep, you're right. You're right. You're King, right. King of the Dragons is. Uh, it, it plays a lot like the D and D arcade games where uh-huh. it's just a side scrolling beat 'em up. But as you go, you do level up and you uh, get Ooh, new weapons okay. and stuff. I mean, it's I like, like those. They're great. Uh, this particular one is like really easy, but it's a it's a really fun game to play with like someone a lot younger than you because especially on the Capcom's classic version as opposed to like the Super Nintendo cart um yeah. you you can just play it and uh, when you die you just hit start and no matter you know you have unlimited 
continues. So you'll just, and kids, you know, my kids just jumping around doing sometimes helping sometimes not so much and uh yeah it's it's a fun time because you know there's no uh you're not getting mad that they're like grabbing all the gold or you know not pulling their weight or whatever like that so makes it's so funny how like you know they have games like that now where you just press start you keep going press start you keep going but like you know back in the day nintendo you got your three lives you know your two continues when you're all out the game is over like try again i mean they had codes to get around that kind of stuff but like some of it you think they would have just like tried like let's just have this game let people just beat it we'll see what happens and you know maybe people just replay it because they want to replay the game you know that's that's maybe us i guess i do know people that once they beat a game they just go sell it right away or give it to someone else a ton of people do and yeah we talked about this a little bit on the last uh round table it's uh that whole um overseas mentality where in japan it was actually through the super nintendo's lifespan uh illegal to rent games out and whatnot so uh when they were making games and they sent them over here because it was legal to rent games they yeah. felt that if it was easy that instead of buying something we would rent it for the weekend beat it and never purchase the game mm-hmm. so they made them so okay. hard um that you'd want to buy it that yeah practice, practice up and I be guess, able to beat it yeah. and some of those games they made so fucking hard that it's almost impossible you know that's a good point um, yeah i guess they didn't have rental over there yeah yeah it's a uh, weird system although there are some few games that are harder over there than here and i don't know the explanation behind those or even off the top of my head which final ones. fantasy 4 i was gonna say i think they're mostly the rpgs um mm-hmm. because the the idea on that was that uh americans don't know how to play rpgs because we're stupid we and yeah, yeah or illiterate and you know eat um but we get bored i think that was probably the big yeah. thing too well, we want the action we're not going to sit there and they have a uh, something, I a, guess, maybe. a very low um, uh, opinion of of the uh, average American, and you know, I'm not going to say it's warranted, but I'm not going to say it's not. Uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, if you're still around and you're still listening you're listening to is it worth it the second most failed podcast. I am Blaine J, and with me is Mr. James Milholland. Hey everyone, let's do this. We got what do we got? We got uh, The Last of Us. Today. Yeah, one of the absolute best games we've ever done. For I'm, you know, spoilers abound as far as how I already feel. Yes, of course this game is fucking worth it, um, but we will discuss it uh, hopefully thoroughly. I I was really afraid, James, that um, you know I hadn't played this in a number of years. I played it uh, pretty close to when it came out. I think within the first year, and it blew me away back then. And mm-hmm. I mean, just blew me away and uh, evoked a ton of emotion. You know, I, I had recently at that point, Caroline had just been born um, and all the uh, themes as far as between Joel and his daughter and his uh, later adopted daughter uh, effectively in Ellie um, just really hit home for me. Um, I was scared you were going to stop playing this game after the first chapter and be like, bah, it's too close. Yeah. So I was like, great, I'll, I'll be reviewing this one alone, it looks like this. No, time. no. And then I, I found out, no, you struggled, you went through it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was the thing. I was like, well, I'll, I'll play an hour or two because I had played it within, you know, five or six years. And so I remembered all the story beats and stuff, and I was just going to get a refresher as far as... Um, 
this the gameplay but yeah. then uh i almost immediately was like no i'm i'm definitely playing all the way through this game again and uh, yeah just didn't put it down and for those of you that are living under a rock um this is a like a zombie game effectively but they it's not the classic zombie instead of zombies they have these uh what they call clickers and it's based mm-hmm. off of a very real um ant that that gets affected by a fungus this fungus that affects a very specific type of ant rather um and it slowly uh grows in the brain of the ant and takes over its mind and is able to uh make it do what it wants in order for it to survive which is just a wild thought it's uh, basically a parasitic mushroom Mm -hmm. And somehow the government adapts this to be used against humans. And it's never explained because if it was, I think it would take something away from it. Exactly how it outbreaks into uh, the city. Uh, but it, it very much does. And then it rapidly spreads. Um, and yes. we, we actually open up with um, well the opening scene with Joel uh, coming home from work. And he looks to be maybe maybe 30 at this point and he has a a daughter uh no wife to speak of that you can really see and you actually play as the daughter for a bit and go around the house and stuff joel Mm -hmm. comes home he's given a watch by his daughter yeah Yeah, you're just learning the controls and 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 searching around and uh, the first thing you'll notice about the game is it it is just gorgeous uh, down to the last Mm -hmm. detail if you and you don't have to you can zoom in on well zoom in as in walk very close to like a wall that has like a bulletin board with leaflets on it and stuff and you can read the leaflets i mean you don't they have nothing to do with the game but you can sit there and see a piece of newspaper on the ground and at least make out a few words i mean that's how yeah yeah there's a lot of detail a lot of detail in this game game. that's that's what's beautiful (laughs) i think when this game came out like i mean we were like in like the the zomb the height of the zombie yeah yeah era and you know there was another game that was i think i don't know what it came out for but it was more of like a kind of like a choose your own adventure type game oh you're um, talking about the walking dead series yeah maybe that was it and i i, I think i felt like this game was going to be a lot like that when it first came out hmm. so i was kind of turned off like it's going to be one of those like you know what do you do this this or this because I, I think i played a batman game like that and i played the walking dead one yeah and i thought this was going to be more of the same for some reason so i was like ah. but then it you know it obviously wasn't no I, you know I, I you know by then though i was into something else sure 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 I, um, how would you say this? What would you compare this game to? What's its uh, play style like? It's it's very hard to pigeonhole. It plays a lot like, um, I, like Resident I, Evil, I was, the newer ones. I was going to say close to the newer Resident Evils, but um, with a little different though. With a lot of differences. I mean, yeah. stealth is very huge within uh-huh. this game. Um, you have more control. It feels like like you're not. I don't know. Yeah, but you you can you can play through uh, large portions of the game without killing anything um that's what a question i had like can't like i bet there's like playthroughs of people that just like are never caught yeah you know and maybe even never kill anyone unless i think there's probably a a handful of people you just have yeah there's a few bosses and stuff that you have Uh to kill obviously and i I think there are some even areas where you absolutely have to kill at least one enemy or something Uh but um yeah you you're uh talking about the gameplay a little bit I still wanted to go over just real quick though uh, the uh-huh. beginning of the game because it really sets the tone. Yeah. Um, you know, as I said, you were playing as uh, as Joel's daughter, and then the outbreak breaks out, and 
Uh, Panic ensues. Oh, big time. And then your brother, Tommy, uh, Joel's brother, Tommy, rather, uh, mm-hmm. shows up at the house and says, get in the truck now. And you both get in the truck and you kind of make your way through town and see just like horrible, horrible things, you know. Um, yeah. It's, people in it, panic. Oh yeah, it's crazy. Fires and you your know, destruction. Running to to stay alive, and ultimately it ends up with. Um, unfortunately, you get to the blockade that the government has set up, and uh, a soldier finds you, and uh, before you can do anything about it, opens fire and kills your daughter right in front of you. And then yeah. Tommy takes out the soldier, and then it literally says, you know, uh, 20 years later. 20 years later, yeah. Yeah, and... And the world is just to shit by this point. Oh, it's terrible. It's uh, beyond Mad Max levels of absolute shit. Everything is in complete um, despair. All the buildings are just... There is some organization. There is. You can tell there's, like, the government, the military has, like, you know, established some safe... Not, quote-unquote, safe zones. Exactly. You know, you know temporarily safe well, i guess maybe 20 years so something something must be working right yeah very chaotic no central government to probably speak of that you know of right so yeah crazy crazy stuff and that's and this is where you you start to learn about the story of what has happened basically you're down to like less than 10 percent of the initial population or something mm-hmm. to that effect and yeah there are these little zones that are quote-unquote safe and um you're at this point, Joel is, you know, 50-ish, and mm-hmm. he's shacked up with this gal named Tess. Um, yeah. And you two run errands. Basically, you're not in a rebel group, but you're not not in a rebel group. Um, mm-hmm. Kind of out for yourself, yeah. Kinda, yeah, kind of. Yeah. And and you get hired, quotations, by uh, the, the rebel group known as the Fireflies to take mm-hmm. this girl, Ellie, to a uh, a destination and you're not told why just that she's important uh, to keep yeah. her alive kind of thing and uh, you su- you learn pretty quickly as to why and that is that Ellie has been bitten um, but she's not it's not gone be- beyond the initial stages she is effectively immune and uh, they're trying to reverse engineer whatever it is that causes her to be immune to yeah. to save everybody basically some sort of a cure or yeah immunization yeah something right vaccine and then uh to move into the gameplay as you were saying um it's a lot of stealth there's a lot of sneaking uh there's a number of weapons that you can pick up um Mm -hmm. there are some one-time use weapons that you find literally everywhere and you can also use these to distract people that's in the way the the, that's what i mainly did the bricks and the bottles yeah for sure. Give me a distractor so I can sneak up and choke somebody out. Yeah, super good, super uh, awesome way to play. It's one of my favorite ways to play um, mm-hmm. is either throw a brick and have it hit someone in the head and then they're kind of dazed yeah. for a minute and then you just run up behind them and or throw a bottle or brick and uh, it will cause uh, large groups, um, especially if they're clickers. There's very few yeah. enemy types. We'll go over those next. But Yeah. Um, And then as you play through the game, there are numerous other weapons that you can get. Uh, Well, Joel, gosh, I'm going to mess this up because it's been a while. You're going to have to help me. But uh, Joel has initially, I think he starts with a a pistol and that's it, right? I think so. Pistol and I think a shiv is where. Yeah. And then maybe a two by four if you have a melee weapon. You can find melee weapons throughout. Um, Mm Mm-hmm. 
two by fours, pipes, later axes, yeah. uh, machetes, and and Bats. and while we're on these, these are ridiculous because you can uh, upgrade stuff throughout the game mm-hmm. too, uh, where you can do temporary upgrades. You find all these. Um, uh, components, I guess, is the best way to put it. Uh, and you never seem to find like a kitchen knife. It's always a broken pair of scissors. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and are part of a broken pair of scissors. Exactly. So you have yeah. To find more. You know. And I like how they did that. Like you don't, you don't just find like exactly what you need. You find like. Um, it's basically like you find it's like a I don't know like a half a circle of a, what you need and you have to get the full circle I don't know I, I'm, that's a terrible way to explain it. it it's kind of like the uh, the heart retainers in Zelda. Yeah, that's yeah. a better way. Heart retainers and there you go. Heart or, retainers, but instead of a heart, it's like a piece of know, a scissor like or a piece of a fertilizer or alcohol. Alcohol yeah. or yeah. I think there's bandages. Uh, for, when you get the full one, then you can do something with it. You right. Know? So I like that. And that, I'm guessing like the harder difficulty, the less of the heart container you get. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, or the less the often. easier, the more. Yeah. And the yeah, less often. And I liked how like when you find that stuff, it like it makes sense where you find it. Like whenever I went into Typically, a house, yeah. like, I went to like the kitchen and the bathroom and then I go down into the garage and I'd find like you can find like these random spare parts yeah which you can use to upgrade your weapons <laughs> which is com- also completely ridiculous to me because it's like some random screws and springs and you use yeah. that to to make your shotgun fire better somehow but yeah so there it was are- always so stressful for me because i'm like what do i upgrade i have like no bullets i mean in anything or i have very few bullets like whatever i upgrade like it doesn't matter so i was like i was upgrading stuff and just hoping that like okay when i do a new game plus hopefully i have all this stuff and that's already uh, upgraded that's actually yeah. what i played through was new game plus because i had beaten it and still had that save on there so i went ahead and played it through new game plus and i almost maxed everything out i was literally Ooh. one one uh part not one part but like uh 10 parts or whatever away from one one upgrade i should say from having every upgrade completely maxed um but you can you can max all all your main weapons of which there are numerous weapons i mean by the end of the game you've got uh, multiple different types of uh, pistols multiple different types of rifles a shotgun a sniper rifle uh, bow and arrow i got really good at the bow and arrow me too that's the best weapon because you can it's stealth. Yeah, and you can retrieve an arrow provided, um, uh, well, one arrow provided you a stealth kill someone. Uh, you can retrieve it. Sometimes you can even get your arrows back if you accidentally shoot into a wall or whatever. Yep, yeah. It's, it's kind of random, I think. Yeah, and you can do that to distract people, too, which is nice. You can uh, shoot uh-huh. an arrow into a wall, and they'll go over and look at that, and and then you can uh, shoot them while they're examining it or whatever. Yeah, which is yeah, nice, but... but the uh, upgrades on the like melee weapons and stuff are all temporary and they always some of them are like hilarious and made me laugh because the idea behind it is you do have these what is it four components you got bandages alcohol fertilizer and uh scissor parts right am am i missing Uh, one four or five yeah i think i I might be missing one i don't know Molotov cocktails smoke bombs you get those like nail bombs you can make you can make shivs you can make med kits you Mm -hmm. can make I think those five. So maybe right. those four and you have to make those five things. You have to find like someone that either knows how that can teach you to make them or yeah. or a manual. And you can find something. upgrades. I loved yeah. when you find like an upgrade to like, oh, your smoke bomb now lasts 20% longer or yeah. your shivs now have double use. Or Exactly. That was really cool how they had that spread out throughout the game. It is cool. To discover. But, but what made me laugh was when you upgrade a 
a weapon. Like it makes sense for me to duct tape a pair of scissors on the end of a two by four. It uh-huh. doesn't make any sense for me to do the exact same thing for an axe. but you still do it because you when you upgrade a weapon not only is it stronger and deal uh, like one hit kills but you get a few extra uses out Mm -hmm. of that weapon exactly so you still do it but it looks ridiculous you're sitting there holding the machete and you duct tape some goddamn scissors to it for reasons and (laughs) (laughs) it's like okay like a machete isn't already damn lethal enough yeah Um, and and it doesn't make any sense to me that something like an axe or a pipe would break have you have you held an axe has any (laughs) the makers of i know yeah like naughty dog come on guys you know I how sturdy know. a fucking axe is? I mean... An axe or like a lead pipe you have? I mean, yeah, that's not... going to last a while, too. That's not going to break in your hands, Whatever. bro. But yeah. And you can also upgrade... We, we, I just came to me. You can also upgrade, like, your own person. Like, you can find, like, I don't know, medicine or mm-hmm. herbs or something, and you can, you know, upgrade your, you know, max health. Yeah. You can upgrade, Make like, your, your ability to, like, hold the gun still. Mm-hmm. That's the um, first one you should do, health and uh, holding the gun steady. That's what I did. Health, yeah. holding the gun still then you can like upgrade how fast you make other things and i didn't need i think i did upgrade those eventually eventually yeah but yeah i started with health definitely first and then just that sturdiness they called it or whatever yeah now i did max all those out um i I found enough to max all that stuff out but yeah and so it really is it's got a lot of rpg elements to it yeah Um, it does and some of them uh, like like the max health and uh, holding steady and stuff i mean that that makes your game so much easier yeah because if you can hold that bow steady you can do some serious damage with just the bow which is what i did on the new game plus is like the bow was my go-to weapon i would go into an area and uh joel has an ability much like uh batman and arkham city and all the Uh or the witcher and the witcher 3 um where he can listen, listen in this game and he can hear people and it effectively lets them see through walls and stuff. And you can see when someone turns their back and starts walking away and then you can uh-huh. just stealthily walk up behind them and clip them in the back of the head with that bow. It's a really yeah, satisfying yeah. feeling. Um, <laughs> and it didn't happen to me this time, but one of the things that um, happened to me on my first playthrough, which was really neat about this too, is they, I don't know how many voice actors they got to voice the different, just minor characters in the game because there are a lot a lot there are humans throughout the game and each individual enemy looks completely different i don't think they use the Uh same character sprite twice um and it it's not or the same locations that's something i wanted to talk about where it's like i never felt like this game was getting repetitive or Mm -hmm. boring because with the varying enemies the varying weapons the enemies had and just the varying locations you're in it's like everything is new and everything is fun yeah and and the enemies interact with each other and talk and stuff and it's a, a lot of that is stuff you don't have to hear um but what happened to me uh, my first playthrough and i think i may have mentioned it before but i walked up behind a guy thinking that i had a bullet in the chamber and i was actually empty and i walk up behind him and fired point blank and he turned around and said uh someone forgot to reload didn't they and went to attack me and i'm just like what they thought to have this That's guy cool. this voice actor for this particular just note you know you can kill a guy with a brick you know there's a million ways you can kill a guy they had no need to uh wow. put that in there and there it was you know um probably <laughs> one in a hundred people find something like that and i was like oh this is nuts you know this game is That's just on cool. another level but 
yeah it's it's a lot of fun to play like the stealth mechanics probably aren't as good as what you would find in like a metal gear solid or something but they're really good and i mean yeah what i kept coming to was like whenever i had like a gripe with this game i was like no wait this is like you know post-apocalyptic world (laughs) he's got not much to work with he's just a regular guy so it's like you know a lot of the things that he's doing a lot of problems in the game like no that's just kind of how it would be like i was like i I should be able to control the other characters around me i was like no in real life i can't just like control the people around me like that like they do what they do i mean it's it's really cool oh it's it's super fun to play and not not only the mechanics like i I would probably recommend the game on the mechanics alone because it really is a very fun stealth game and or you Mm -hmm. can play it as a shooter if you really want to it's got a lot of like like you said variants they change things up throughout the game to where they had like these little mini objectives and stuff like at one point uh there's a a truck that's chasing you i think it's a humvee that's got like a, a gatling gun mounted to the top of it and you have to figure out ways to uh, circumvent that and there's one point where uh you're at the top of a a building well first you're trying to get to said building where there's yeah. a sniper trying to take you out and you have to like distract him in various ways to be able to get yeah. to his building sneak up kill him and then you have to use his sniper rifle to uh protect the party you're with as they're coming up and this game is an escort game in that um 90 of the time you've got someone with you sometimes even two or three people with you but they always help to some degree and they're never helpless um no Exactly, and when they are help, and when they do need help, you got time. You got plenty of time to like get there and help them out. It's not yeah. like it's a one shot and they're done. And yeah, and they do help you, which is good. You know, oh yeah, it goes both ways. You're right. Yeah, sometimes they'll they'll fire on things, or um, early on, like tests will throw you med kits and stuff a lot, which is really really helpful mm-hmm. if you if you're not used to the game mechanics. Um, Absolutely helps a lot, and yeah, it, it's really cool. You can do uh, stealth kills with uh, certain party members and stuff, which is really fun, and yeah, just just great stuff. Um, and I guess that's all we'll we'll talk about as far as the gameplay goes. Like, there's a there's a lot of different stuff, man. God, there's so many. I think of the the time where you're trying to pop the clutch on the truck with uh, Crazy Bill, and you and Bill are like taking out zombies as Ellie is trying to uh, pop the clutch and get mm-hmm. this truck started. Push it, you're pushing the truck, yeah. Yeah, and just I mean the the time where you're hanging upside down from one foot from uh, one of Bill's traps and, it, and refri- shooting. Yeah, and you're shooting upside down and trying to save yeah. Ellie as she's trying to cut you down just super cool stuff man um and some that are uh just terrifying later on in the game too uh with uh what was his name dan which just chilling that they would even dave david 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 that's it yes yeah um, his, his name's David, and his buddy's named James. That's how I remember it. <laughs> like, oh, hey, that's fuck. my son, and that's my name. That's weird. Yeah, that didn't even <laughs> dawn on me, man. That sucks. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, but yeah, yes, David ends up being a, a baddie. So not uh, not a great guy. Yeah. Um, yeah. If if you've listened thus far, uh, we will be spoiling quite a bit of this game. Uh, if you if you haven't played this game, I would suggest maybe uh, this is maybe as yeah. far as you go. Um, yeah. But. Because I really, I really don't want to spoil too much mm-hmm. about this game. If you haven't played it, I, yeah, it's, it's oh, it's absolutely it's new enough, or we're not allowed to spoil it. Yeah, like and it's just it's one of those things that you you should play. You know, um, mm-hmm. 
it's if, if you like gaming at all even if you don't like the horror genre or stealth games or whatever just for the story alone the story in this game is so well done and it's done in a way that is is perfect it's not force-fed to you there's so many things that happen uh, throughout the story that explain a lot of things that are 100% missable um, just dialogue between two other characters in the game um, in, in your party or whatever or if you leave Ellie idle in certain areas of the game she'll start talking about things um, that you know will tell you more insight about her life and Joel's mm-hmm. on his and so on and so forth and these are completely missable and you don't have to do them they're, they're not part of any achievement that I'm aware of um, it keeps you coming back for more, though, for sure. Like yeah. you're saying things that I, you know, didn't really pick up on, but when I play through it again, you know, you'll hit some I'm of those. Sure, I'm sure yeah. I'll hit them. And this game is very linear. Like you, it's not an oh, open yeah. sandbox at all. It's, it, but 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 even though it's linear, like when they drop you in that location, there's like plenty of space to like go around and exploring, and there's like plenty of stuff and secrets to find. Yeah, everywhere. so it's like worth doing. It's it's worth doing it, and it's fun to do it. That's the thing. Like, both those things are you know rarely come in hand, hand yeah yeah it's it's all yeah you go in like a dark corner of some area and you're almost always rewarded um uh-huh. whether it be like spare parts or just some scissors or, or sometimes you know like a box of bullets or something like that and those are combination to a safe then you go yeah. find the safe like in the other part of the area and then you get like i mean and it's so worth it whenever you find a door that's like use a shiv to unlock this door always unlock like, the door always <laughs> unlock the door there's so many goodies and usually you find enough parts to make a new shiv inside anyways so, yeah for yeah. sure that was save a, your shivs exactly what i was gonna say is hell you almost always find another shiv basically yeah along with a ton of parts and whatever yeah. else med kicks etc etc so good just i did miss some safes so i found combos couldn't find the safe or i found the safe but never found the combo yeah there's one area i think in i think is, is the guy named bill yeah bill where there's like a letter i read about like the trunk of some car and there was like some goodies in the trunk of the car but i never circled back to go find the, that trunk yeah, i don't know if there's anything in there there is that. there is okay yeah, yeah you have to uh you have to do that when you're at that exact point if you run too far ahead of the car uh-huh. and try and clear out like the whole area or something ellie will get attacked and die before you can get oh. back to her bill follows you instead of staying with the vehicle which is like come I on gotcha. so yeah you have to like push the car let it stall out and then find all the goodies in that particular area and so on and so forth and yeah it could be a little maddening i missed it the first time as well um yeah speaking of bill that's a story beat that uh wouldn't be seen in most other games where you know he's this like loner guy that owes joel some favors and it's never told you what exactly it is which is Mm -hmm. nice um but yeah bill was with his quote-unquote partner and it turns out bill's gay Um, yeah and his partner, again, you can miss all of this. You end up in said dude's house, and I can't remember his name, Lucas or something. And he's hung himself, and he left Bill a note. And again, you can miss it. And in the note, he, he basically hated Bill. Um, mm-hmm. Was only with him out of necessity kind of thing. And, uh, you know, Joel never tells Bill. He finds the note, reads it, and he's kind of like, God damn, you know. <laughs> and, uh then, you know, when you interact with Bill again, you think, oh, he's going to mention something, never says a word. Um, I think in my playthrough, he gave him the note. Really? I don't... I'm pretty sure, like, my guy, he, like, the, Bill, like, reads the note and laughs and, like, tucks it in his pocket or something like that. Huh. Didn't happen I have a f- 
fairly good memory of that. Now, I'm, now I might be mistaken, but uh, you might not. It might maybe like something I didn't do, or it was just a glitch or the, something. But yeah, the order of I what way I did versus the order of the something you did, maybe. Or, I don't know. That's interesting. That's weird. Huh. But a yeah, lot, lot of neat. I mean, there's very few characters in the game, but they're all like. As far as, like, characters, there's a ton of people in the game, but the characters that you interact with on a one-on-one basis for any length of time, there's not very many. There's Bill and Tess and and uh, Tommy and David, um, but, man, I, I want... Uh, brother, those two brothers, brothers, I can't think of their name. And they uh, were... Sam, I think, maybe? That sounds right for the boy, um, mm-hmm. and then I don't remember, the. Don't but remember is the these guy. two... Uh, this one older, like I want to say maybe 21, 22 guy yeah. and his little brother and they're traveling together and they were a part of a bigger group and uh-huh. lost um, contact with them and they almost kill you, you almost kill them kind of situation. Uh-huh. And yeah, like you really think, okay, cool, I'm starting to get this group and you go to a radio tower together to try and meet up with the fireflies and all this stuff and then ends up that... uh the kid, you know, and it came out of nowhere for me. And again, spoilers, people. The kid ends up uh, being bit, knows he's bit, but doesn't say anything because he's scared shitless like he'd mm-hmm. be. And in the morning when everyone wakes up, he's a, a clicker, effectively. And mm-hmm. uh, you, uh, I think Joel ends up killing Sam when uh, Sam's on top of Ellie and then the older brother uh, pulls a gun on you and ends up killing himself or maybe yeah. something of that nature. It's that is just adult like, content right there. And it's just like, holy shit. And it's just zero yeah. to 60, just like that. And you lose yeah. uh, your companions. And there's a That's lot tough. of fucking chilling ass shit that you can learn about all these different groups that like tried to make it and didn't. Like this is a very uh-huh. bleak game. I mean, you'll be in a house and read notes about, you know, hey, we tried to do this and that or like the kids that uh, live in the sewer um the one guy that like you can find a series of notes all throughout of him like uh met someone today they seemed really nice i think i might enjoy them or might invite them to join me in the bunker and all that kind of stuff and then you can find the classroom where that gets barricaded i think you have to use a shiv to get in there and uh there's like you know the little letters like you have in a daycare on the floor and and stuff mm-hmm. on the walls and then you see like a, a pile of bodies with like little shoes and stuff and and someone painted in big letters on the floor uh, god forgive me and you read the note and like they, the clickers were at the door and they had nowhere to go and no food and so the teacher quotations i, I don't know who it was actually uh killed all the children one by one and then himself so that they didn't uh have to mm-hmm. experience that horror of you know turning into a clicker Oh, just kills you, man. A lot of stuff like that throughout the game. Uh, Just really, really scary stuff. And then, again, spoilers, uh, later on, um, Joel gets um, hurt really bad. And uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, falls off a building. (laughs) Yeah, and you get a big piece of rebar, like, through your... Yeah, you do. Through your stomach. And, man, you could, like, you feel it with him. Like, the whole time, you're seeing him walk and in wince oh, and yeah. pain they and did stumble so well. and whip. And I'm sitting there, like, right there with him. Like, oh, God, here we go. Yeah, get to the horse. Uh, get on the horse. And I'm like, man, okay, I'm not hurt. What am I doing? Yeah. And then you get away and you get to play as Ellie for a while. Um, yeah. Who is... Go hunting. 
not nearly as good as Joel, go hunting, no. and you meet up with David. And I uh, died a lot when I was with Ellie. <laughs> yeah, she she is completely weak compared to Joel. Uh-huh. Um, it took a while to learn that play style. Yeah, not nearly as good. The one uh, good thing she has is she carries a knife on her, which seems like everyone should, that yes. doesn't break, unlike Joel's makeshift shivs yeah. that break after a use or two, depending on how many times you upgrade yeah. it. Um, yeah, she can just stab people in the head with stealthily whenever. Beautiful. And, and it's great. She jumps on their back and stabs them just yeah. like a little kid would, you know, a 14-year-old girl, rather, um, instead of, you know, like being all badass with it or whatever. But, yeah, meets up with uh, David and James, and uh, David offers to give you some penicillin for Joel mm-hmm. in exchange for the buck that you just took down. Mm-hmm. And you end up having to fight off, and he becomes the uh, pseudo-Joel. For a while, um, yep. you go through some areas with him, and he basically plays the exact same as Joel, except you're controlling Ellie this go-round. Yep. And he's a badass, you know, and you do your thing, hold hold the fort, and there's a big battle with a bunch of zombies coming through the windows and stuff, and that's a really fun battle because they provide you with a lot of uh, Molotov cocktails. And Yeah, and the more you lose in that part, the more stuff they give you. You'll find that out because I died about ten times. Oh, I didn't I kept, realize that. Oh. Every time I'd read Spawn, there'd be, like, extra ammo waiting for me or extra something because they're really trying to get you through that part, I guess. Cause I guess, yeah, it's tough. no going back. Yeah, it's a tough area. And then mm-hmm. ultimately you learn, you know, you do get the antibiotics and you manage to get to Joel who you've like hidden in a uh, in a garage basically in this abandoned house. Uh-huh. And he is in a fever coma kind of thing. And you administer the antibiotics, but then um, you get ultimately you get caught by David because you do learn that he was trying to capture you all along. Uh, he was part of the group of humans that you've been uh, slaughtering. Basically, there's this group. Yeah, we... that is one thing I wanted to point out. Like, there's you never use any diplomatic solutions. <laughs> like, everyone's trying to kill you. A lot of people are trying to kill you. I get that, but there are times where like you are definitely the aggressor. Like, you're coming after these people, or you're you know you're. I feel like we fired first a few times. Yeah, and maybe maybe there could have been a conversation before the shooting began. Maybe I, not though. I I don't know, man, because they they pretty much early on when you meet these guys. Guys, they um, you're holed up in a like a comic store or something, and mm-hmm. you hear a commotion outside, and you see this couple running, and they they're like, please no or whatever, and then these guys True. take True. them out, and then they check their shoes, and they say, goddamn worn all the way through or something, and they just leave the bodies in the street and drive off, and you're like, what the hell? And then shortly thereafter, there's an area I think you can miss it where you'll find a storehouse that has a itinerary of like we got so much um these size shoes um we got this much meat because they're eating some of these humans evidently mm-hmm. and uh, you know the, these type of clothes or whatever supplies those people had and then little notes outside to, good day or whatever you know this was mm-hmm. a good day or pretty slim we got to pick it up guys you know it's like these people are, are not great people. So when when you see people, there, there's almost no wonder that you would shoot first, ask questions later kind of <laughs> mentality. Yeah, sure, because sure, sure. you're seeing all these people just dying in the streets, man. You know, and they're getting killed over literally the meat that they, they carry on their bones, you know, which is just nuts. But that, I guess, you know, in a, in a post-apocalyptic world, food is food, you know. And sure. yeah, but um, so you meet up with... 
David for a while and uh, you learn why he didn't kill you outright despite knowing you're the one that's been killing all his men. He's the leader of said group we were just talking about and he is a big fucking pedophile. Uh, yeah. You're called one of his pets. Yeah, yeah it's it's terrifying because you're, mm-hmm. you're playing as this little girl and David is this uh, predator who um, it's alluded to, they don't say outright, but he's had pets quotations before. And uh, yeah. he wants you to be nice, and all, you know it's very creepy the way it's yeah. done. And uh, then that makes you forget about all the people you killed right away. <laughs> they, they, they deserved it for sure. And that battle yeah. with David inside of the uh, restaurant, diner. the yeah, diner, or whatever the yeah, it's like a Elks Lodge type yeah, uh, restaurant yeah, yeah. type thing. Yeah, where you're hiding behind the different. Uh, booths and stuff and he's walking around and you've got to like stab him x amount of times i think it's three or four um and he progressively gets like at first he's just walking and the smoke's a little bad and the fire's a little bad and stuff and there's little things Mm -hmm. they don't explain to you but like there are broken dishes on the ground if you walk over the dishes he'll hear that and Mm -hmm. run to you so you have to like miss those and like halfway through the battle he'll even take dishes off the wall and start throwing them on the ground in key areas and makes it a lot harder for you to do anything yeah really great battle and then he'll like come after you it's not like he's just wandering around like the whole time it's no. like the first time it's walking then he's running around looking and then it's like he's hunting you now you're the one that has to hide from him or he'll find you so yeah good little switch up they did there i think that was really cool oh it's so good and so satisfying when you kill that son bitch uh yeah <laughs> <laughs> and ultimately joel becomes better and it, it gets up wonders where the hell you are and he's like a great tracker and he's able to figure out where you're at and uh help you last minute but only after you have murdered the shit out of david um yeah he comes in and finishes him off or something yeah one of the greatest just scenes and, and so on and so forth in gaming and my it's just that whole sequence is is chilling more so than anything having to do with uh like zombies or whatever because you know those are basically uh work of fiction and you know pedophiles are very real and very scary and um you they kind of make you feel i don't want to say like a little girl but kind of in that you're so um depowered playing as ellie as opposed to joel that mm-hmm. um you know you you are already feeling weak and they use that to their advantage uh pitting you against someone that is very powerful um and this person wants to do horrible things to you and it it's scary man you know uh scary in a way that the rest of the game isn't now th- it is a very scary game and there's tons of jump scares and so on and so forth but whew, you know that whole segment really got me um but yeah I, we, I don't think we really went over all the different enemies there's not many um, if you want to you know, go over them, you can. Uh, I mean, you got to do different ver- various various humans uh, with your various weapons. Yeah. Um, some with melee weapons, some with um, guns. I I really wish that like if you stealth killed a guy with a gun, like you would reap the benefits <laughs> of whatever. Like they didn't always you know. have a gun. Yeah. So sometimes <laughs> they would. They gave, you know they gave you enough, but like. I felt like, hey, I took all, spent all that time. I distracted the crap out of him. I stabbed him in the neck. Like, give me something out of you know for doing all that. For but sure, that was my one little gripe I have. And but there's so many, so many, so many great things. Like I overlooked that. Oh, for that. sure. Um, 
for the uh, the infected, you had three types of infected. I you had the clickers right. that are blind. So if you make a sound, uh, they come running. And I thought that was brilliant, by the by, yeah. that you had you had basically a zombie that would like wander aimlessly in a in a pattern more or less, but you could walk inches from it and it mm-hmm. wouldn't attack you provided you were moving slowly. You didn't make any noise. Um, yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. I don't remember what the other one's called, runners. Is that what they were? Run, they called them runners. They were the recently infected. Their eyes yeah. hadn't been taken over by the uh, the fungus yet. The fungus. So they just sprint heavily at you. And, you know, if they're sprinting at you, they're making a lot of noise. They're getting the clickers to come at you, exactly. too. So they work in tandem. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I guess the third one was like the most evolved, the bloaters, I guess, maybe. The bloaters. Is, is that? Yeah. But they, I think the bloaters could see, they right? Could. So I don't know. So I, I don't know. I don't know what happens the there. Um, yeah. But they were almost, they call them bloaters because they look like a big fat guy, except completely grotesque. And they're yeah. completely. They throw spores at you. Mm-hmm, <laughs> completely covered in the fungus, which I guess the fungus grows eyes or maybe it learns how to access your eyes again or something. I'm not sure how that works, yeah. but they can see. Um, but. They are devastating, yeah, because they throw spores and they create spore clouds, and they're big just uh, sinks as far as um, damaged sponges, bullet sponges or whatever. But yeah, when when you see those guys, they're they're few and far between. There's like one area where there's two. Um, uh-huh. And that's terrifying. But I, I think there's only encountered like five. In I the think there's like game. five or six in the entire game. Yeah, yeah. And they're always scary, and you almost always want to just unleash all your Molotovs, all your exploding soup cans, whatever the fuck those things are called. Yeah, the nails. Yeah, where you, Bill teaches you to put like a bunch of nails and scissors inside of a soup can, along with some fertilizer and whatever. Yeah. And it's basically a nail bomb. Yeah. <laughs> Um, pretty cool. Uh, whatever you got just to like destroy those guys because they are, they are terrifying and, and hard to take down. And then yeah, all the varying humans, and that's really it as far as enemies. I mean, you, you'll have things like you know guys on turrets or like that vehicle we mentioned, but for uh, the most part, it's a sniper. Yeah, for the most part, I mean, they're just variants of those uh, four or five different, and they vary them really well. And oh God, like yeah. I said. And the, the environment, too, is it's every, every, every environment's different. You oh, know? big time, from yeah. From the urban to the out in the open, I mean. And then later, so, the seasons, too. I mean, you go from, you know, winter yep. where there's snow and uh, you can follow tracks and your tracks can be followed to, you know, spring and autumn, all these different seasons. It's just wild. And um, it never, like I said, it never feels like you're doing the same thing twice. It's always, you're not. <laughs> I know. It's great. And it is great. Um, game. Gorgeous game. Now, uh, you want to spoil the ending, uh, by all means, and then I'll tell you my thoughts on that, because I think it's, uh, you know, if, if I had seen this ending, James, um, before I had my kid, I would have said, that's dumb. I, I just said, that makes no sense. No one would do that. Um, but it makes perfect sense to me now. And, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll let you take that away. Well, um... You make your way to the rebel group, the Fireflies, and effectively deliver uh, Ellie to them. And you learn soon, after 
giving them to the fireflies that uh, in order for them to get the vaccine or to get the cure, like they basically have to kill Ellie. Yeah. So they begin prepping her for surgery and they tell you like, thanks, get the hell out of here. Um, you know, yeah, job well you know, done. Yeah. Job well done. Appreciate everything you did. And you know, you effectively pack your things, start walking out, get about 10 paces and immediately just shoot the guard that was escorting you out, and now you are hell-bent on going to save Ellie. Mm-hmm. And you kill everybody. All and these you kill everybody. Literal good people. I mean, these are people that are trying to save the world. Yeah, um, this one person sacrifices, saves, could potentially save everybody. Everybody that's still around, you know. Mm-hmm. And like you said, 10% of the population is still, you know, what, 500 million or whatever. I mean, it's a lot of fucking people. And yeah. uh, one death to save that many, you know, uh, is you get it. easily you get made, it. you know, easily made. You know, anyone yeah. would do that. Uh, but Joel, you you get it because, you know, he lost his daughter and Ellie has basically become his, his you know, his new daughter. Um, at least he thinks of her as such. And yeah. if it were my kid, I'd do the same fucking thing. Uh, I would, you know, yeah. I'd sacrifice every everyone else I know for my kid. And you know, something to point out, like Ellie's cool with it. She like she's been preparing for this for a while, possibly. Yeah, and so she, she she knows that's the the, the end game, and she's kind of pissed at you for uh, actually saving her in the end. She is. She says, uh, "You you feed her this line, telling her that." Um, you know uh, that it turns out there was they didn't need her that there was yeah they had they had others they had others and uh, that they didn't need her for it um, and that uh, the, through testing the others that they couldn't make any kind of vaccine or whatever it was mm-hmm. you know figure anything out and she's like uh, you know I think the last line is do you swear what you told me back there is true and you said I swear and you just, yeah lie bold face you know because you don't want her her. uh, trying to go by herself to save the world because she'll gladly sacrifice her own life but you don't want to live in a world without ellie um which i get and it it was it broke my heart the first time i i I saw it and i fully understood and it broke my heart this time too it's just a really powerful ending um and you know as you you know you've been killing people throughout the whole game but when you're killing these firefly members you know at least for me, I don't know, everyone's experience varies, but I'm sitting here thinking these aren't people that are out to, you know, kill other people and harvest their fucking meat. You know, these aren't infected. These are people, you know, these are mm-hmm. good people uh, only trying to save the world. And here I am, you know, headshotting them and you know, a bunch of them. just killing yeah, droves of them to, to save one girl. And then when you break in the operation room. You know, you kill all these doctors and stuff, which I can only imagine, like, good doctors and surgeons are incredibly rare. Yes. And it's very powerful. Uh, Just an awesome game. Um, Now, I'll ask you, did you play any of the DLC? I didn't. No, I beat this and I... uh, Called it it quits. I I do have it. Uh, uh, The version I bought came with it. Oh, Uh, cool. The last behind, the last of us left behind. Left behind, I think, uh, yeah, yeah. Who do you play as? as you play uh, as Ellie. Um, you play as Ellie. It, so. it takes. Remember, Ellie mentions that her and a friend um, both got bit at the same time, and then mm-hmm. you were. She says something like, "And then we were both gonna wait the apocalypse out, or wait the madness out." It was kind of poetic and lovely in a way. 
Um, but then she went crazy and I didn't, and she ends up having to kill her friend. It's basically that scenario. Um, but what you learn in playing it is, uh, Ellie is gay and, uh, this was her girlfriend that, uh, she ended up. Yeah. So just, uh, again, it's, uh, it's done very well, very tastefully and everything. And, um, yeah, it's just scary stuff. Now there is additional play you can do that I don't know. Like if you're looking to get trophies on this thing, I think some of them are just locked at this point. I don't think you'll ever be able to get them because some of the trophies involve, in fact, the majority of the trophies involve playing the online game, which I've mm-hmm. never played. But I believe it's a mode where you um, you build up uh, factions and play against other people playing characters and you're trying to kill each other and steal supplies from each other and stuff like that i i don't know yeah i I, like i said i'd never played that it didn't sound overly interesting to me i mean it sounds cool but um at this point i think if you were to try and play it i can't imagine anyone is still playing this thing you know if if the Mm -hmm. servers are even up you never know i mean there might be some weird community that of a few hundred people that are just constantly playing it uh sometimes that happens with some weird ass games i mean what was it I was hearing about? There's like, there's still servers up for some of the old like GameCube sports titles, and there's still people on there occasionally. And they'll have tournaments oh. and shit. It's like this game is 20 years old. What are you guys doing? You know. And recently, Dreamcast, um, they had a huge project where they enable a lot of the games that had online services. You can play them again through uh, wow some service. I can't even remember what it's called, but it's completely free. And it's effectively new servers for like all these Dreamcast games, and I think that's just wild. And apparently, some of the games um, have more people playing them now than they did when they were out, um, which is nuts. But that's incredible. It is um, just just crazy stuff. But anyway, uh, that is The Last of Us. Um, that is The Last of Us. Good God, man! I, I I'm so glad that I I more or less forced you into playing this game. Uh, yeah, this I, is good. I know you're a huge fan of the, you know, survival horror and stuff right. and uh, maybe bounced off a little bit when I suggested Silent Hill 2, even though I think that game is a masterpiece. It's kind of um, it's old, you know, and it's kind of hard mm-hmm. to go back to. Maybe if you had played Silent Hill 2 um, during its time, you would look back on it fondly like you do like Resident Evil. Um, mm-hmm. Resident Evil is a terrible fucking game. I mean, come on. Now, remake's good, but if you go back and you play the original PS1 Saturn game, uh, that game is terrible. I mean, it just is. It looks blocky as all hell. Things that would scare you <laughs> back then are hilarious now. Um, yeah, and it did scare me back then, so yeah. Yeah, but um, the same can be said for Silent Hill 2. I think Silent Hill 2 has a much better story and, and the way it plays and stuff than Resident Evil. Um, but going back to it now, it does lose some things, but I still think, again, I still think it's a great game, but The Last of Us has lost nothing in the past seven years, uh, <laughs> eight years, whatever it's been. It is just an incredible game. And, it is. Uh, there are, I don't know, did you play the remastered version, or did I believe so. Yeah, the I think PS4? For the, I played the PS4 version. I see, so okay. I, see, I played it yeah. again on PS3, and it just looked every bit as good as I remembered, and could easily, just that version could be on PS4, and you would never bat an eye. It's just a great, great looking, great playing, everything about the fucking game. And I'm sure I'm missing, like, a ton of stuff that I wanted to talk about, because I could almost talk about The Last of Us as long as it takes to play through The Last of Us, which I think my playthrough was right at 13 hours. Um... Just a great. How do you know? 
Did it, does it, does I, it I, I think there's a counter somewhere, yeah, or maybe I was... Yeah, I'll check that out. I, th- I, I thought think, I was around 12, yeah. I think there's like a that. counter somewhere, yeah. Oh, well, yeah, 12, on the on your 15. save file, I think it'll tell you how, how long you've been playing or something. Okay, I'll check that out, actually. I'm curious. Uh, I'm pretty sure. I played for, like, hour intervals, and it took me, yeah, about three oh, or four weeks. Excuse me. Yeah, I, uh, I played through it with, like, maybe three, four days after you and I... <laughs> And got off the cool. the line talking about it was going to be the next game. I ended up playing it like I think I literally popped it in after I had put out that like after I edited that podcast. I popped cool. it in and started playing it that night, and within two or three days, it played through. Just just love that game. Um, I may have uh, stopped right at the end if I remember right, but that was about I played through like ninety nine percent of the game at that point. Just ah. Uh, stellar game I, again i didn't think i was going to finish it but um easily did um wow uh we do need to talk about what we're going to be playing next though I, I think you had something in mind you know i was just uh my extra life podcast i'm looking into um i was looking into midway and i realized midway is no longer around believe it or not um, weird right and i'm sure i'm sure it was absorbed like you said i'm still doing my research um but i was thinking maybe one of the newer mortal Kombat games i don't know something like some fighting game we can yeah. mess around with and you know come out and, and see uh what we think yeah we can just talk about the mortal Kombat series uh, in general if you want to um sure and play one of the you, you take your pick you play one of the newer ones i'll play one of the newer ones maybe revisit some of the older ones talk about um our experiences with them in the arcade and uh let's exp- do that experiences of the time mortal Kombat episode and just do that'd a mortal Kombat episode and just talk about all things mortal Kombat. that'd be awesome so that's what's coming up yeah. next i guess um if you're not mortal Kombat. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. yeah, go back and find the episode James and I did of Video Games the Movie where we uh, reviewed yeah, hyped up. the Mortal Kombat movie. Um, crazy stuff. It, it should still be out there. But yeah, if you, if you didn't listen to that, check all those out. Those are, you know, evergreen and still out there. And you never know, they may come back at some point. And definitely, oh, they're coming back. We're, we're going to make more. Eventually, yeah. We don't know when, but uh, if you're not I listening... I just watched Sonic the Hedgehog, so I'm ready to go with that one. <laughs> right on. Um, yeah. But if you're not listening to the uh, aforementioned RPG Roundtable, that's a show that we do as a subsidiary to the RPG show. Um, it is it is an excellent show. If I can toot my own fucking horn, I, I love doing it. It's a community-based show where we'll pick a topic about RPGs and then... Just kind of roll with it. You can just find that in any. Uh, I think we're on virtually everything at this point. We're on you know Spotify and all all the major podcast apps and stuff. Kuja makes a effort to for us to be on everything. Of course, we're on iTunes or Apple Podcasts or wherever the fuck they call it now. Um, but yeah, just uh, look for the RPG Roundtable. Uh, we pick a topic and talk with people from around the globe about. RPGs, And if you want to be on that show, just let me know. Well, I've had virtually everybody in the Discord on at some point or another. Um, and, yeah, it's just a great show. We, we have a lot of fun with it. And uh, if you want to be a part of that, you know, I usually grab a group of about five guys because you get too many more than that. And you're talk really talking over each other. Um, and we just, we just riff it, and that's a great show. And uh, if you want to contact me about that or anything else you can find us on facebook at is it worth it podcast Uh, no one ever contacts us through that because they almost always contact us through discord these days and if you're not on discord you need to be in discord because we talk there literally every day 
about all manner of mm-hmm. stuff, video games, life, whatever. It's a really great community, um, about 40 or 50 of us. Uh, and like I said, maybe only 10 or 15 are like super active, but the ones that are active, we love you guys, and it's it's a lot of fun. And if uh, you need a link to that, you can write me at uh, Is It Worth It through um, Facebook or catch me at RetroKel on Twitter. That's K-H-E-L. Uh, you can find mm-hmm. James at James Milholland, or you can write us email. Uh, and again, almost no one ever sends me emails. Every now and again, I get one, James. <laughs> yeah, me too. Once in a while, someone um, send me something about the Extra Life podcast, which won't be following this episode, but I'll have one out hopefully by the next episode. Well, that's cool. I'm sure Caroline and I can do some Caroline's Corners for the end of this episode. And if not, you know, whatever. We'll, we'll catch you it's next an hour. time. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, we've been this is plenty long enough. But yeah, um, you can reach James at goodbuddyjames at gmail dot com, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, just you can find us. You can find a Discord link, a permanent Discord link on the RPG Shows website. You want to go to Google and just type in the RPG Show podcast. Otherwise, you're going to be going to a website about uh, female wigs, um, which is cool. Real pretty girls, yeah. Nice ladies. Very nice ladies. Very strange name for a a wig website, but there you have it. Um, But yeah, they've got a permanent link on the... uh, the RPG shows uh, website, and uh, you you also can check out past episodes on uh, retrorpg.net. Um, all our past episodes are there, along with uh, Derek and Don, uh, who we share a feed with, and who have been very uh, um, generous in uh, having us be a part of that. And uh, hopefully, we'll do this for another however many years. I think five, six years at this point, James. And yeah, it's incredible. It is. We've been doing this for freaking ever, and it's uh, it's been really rewarding and great. And even if they did drop us tomorrow, and because they they were talking a little bit about um, st- starting to stream as opposed to podcast, which you know that's fine Ooh. if they want to do that. Um, we would just continue to put these out um, in a different web feed, or you know, uh, maybe join the RPG show and have them put it out for us or whatever. We would figure out a way. I, I'm in no, mm-hmm. I don't know about you. I, I love doing this show. I have no intention to, to stop, even if we've only got, you know, a hundred listeners no. or something. It's, it's still really rewarding. Um, yeah. It's fun. Yeah. It's fun yeah. To just talk too. Oh yeah, for sure. It's, 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 uh, it's been really therapeutic and great to, to talk about Absolutely. something I love and, uh, you know, with someone that loves them equally as much. They're really great. And it's been a great community and everything is great amidst all the bad yeah. stuff. And, uh, you know, uh, we did get a one star review, uh, from, right. <laughs> we don't need them from a guy that, uh, didn't like my quote unquote political talk. Uh, I don't feel like, um, basic human rights as uh, mike would put it are is a political thing but you know whatever teach their own uh, sorry we couldn't agree to disagree and that suddenly that made my show bad because uh, literally the, the what got me was the opening line said used to be good but then he started talking about, and i'm like what do you mean used to be good you know it's like my political even if even though i don't think they are views shouldn't Anyway, whatever, whatever. Yeah, I don't want to get into it. I'm going to try, try very hard not to be political on this show. But um, amidst yeah. everything that's going on, it's very hard not to talk about said things. Yeah. Well, it's sometimes nice to get away from it all, too, though. For sure. For yeah, sure. And I understand that. Bit, but, uh, yeah, we don't need them. Yeah. I never did ask, is everything okay? I know you're in Cali. I don't know exactly oh, where. Oh, yeah. We just, we're full of smoke right now. I can't leave the house. But... Uh, <laughs> 
Jeez. which is tough because that was like my only outlet was going for like runs or big long walks every weekend or every day after work but now we have to just seal everything up and uh just hunker down until they think they think monday or tuesday the fires will stop and we'll be all be fine that's just nuts to me it seems like they'd have figured every something year. out by now where they we're can. gonna burn everything up i think think that's their strategy is wait three four more years won't be any forests left and then there's no problem well, I, yeah i i don't know i, I don't know. It, it seems like they could clear cut uh, a section of you know 500 plus feet across like oh they should they they there's but there's they do that and people complain about that i mean it's like no matter what you do you're just pissing people it's off like, oh, there then, are these areas that are bald and you're like yeah but it keeps it from you know burning the entirety of the forest Idiots. yeah going into cities let's stop evacuating people let's have a little bit of a buffer you're right and then stop having these stupid reveal parties where you have to have explosions that cause eight million dollars in damage it's people just need to be more considerate i mean god yeah god. i know can that there was an accident i yeah, guess I but get whatever it. I really hope they at least feel bad about it, but yeah. Yeah, reveal parties are about the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard of to begin with. Even Just cut into a cake. I can, that's all it needs to be. Come on. Even the uh, the lady that invented reveal parties now says she wishes she never came up with the idea because the uh, I believe it was a daughter that she revealed at the time is now transgender. Um, ah. And uh, she's like, yeah, you shouldn't assume that what someone is born as is what they're going to always be. And it shouldn't be a, you know, a cause for celebration necessarily. Just be happy that you're having a child at all. It doesn't matter the gender. Yeah. And that's the way yeah. I feel about it. I mean, come on, guys. What does it matter? Gender. You know, you could have a, a girl that acts more like a boy or a boy that acts more like a girl or one that wants to be the other or whatever. And just let people be who they want to be and. I don't know. The, the whole idea is just ludicrous to me, of course. And we just lost two more listeners. Yeah. I, I mean, if I'm really delving into it, I also... Who cares? Nah, I'm just kidding. I also think the idea of, like, birthdays and stuff is kind of ridiculous. I mean, we celebrate them, and I get it. It's a it's a cause for celebration. It's like the day you were born. I get it. But at the same time, it's just an arbitrary number marked by how many times we go around Oh, the it's sun just an and, excuse you know. to have cake. That's yeah, for sure. Great. And I get that, you know, but it's <laughs> you like... You cake whenever you want. Though, there's I so guess, much importance placed on these type of things and like my wife yeah, is really big it. into birthdays and like i never have been and yeah yeah once number. you get out of you know maybe 16 18 21 those are kind of big and then yeah and then maybe every decade you know you're 30 yeah. 40 50 maybe do something but i guess i yeah. don't know and, and like i said it don't matter to me but, but yeah. don't wait for those things either my wife and i were just like my wife and i's uh, anniversary our 10 year anniversary is in october oh nice and we were like oh god we were so like wanting to do something big for our big 10 year and then we're like you know why wait to the the big 10 year you know what do we do wait till our 20 year to have another big one like let's just do a big one either on our 11th year or just do a big weekend who cares yolo you only live once just go yeah. have fun you, you know? don't need a number to go along with a reason to celebrate you don't need, being you don't need with anything yeah. just plan it that's i, I kind of go back and forth between that my entire life like i go to this era area where i'm like i need to save money need to conserve need to you know prepare for retirement then i bounce over and i'm like you know what you know what am i doing like why am i uncomfortable why don't i just go for it and you know i 
you know, I don't know. I, I was driving the same, like, old crappy cars for, like, God, 14 years, and then I finally got this new <laughs> truck, and I'm like, God, what was I thinking? Like, I was, like, you know, pouring money into these junkers, and I could have been, now I'm living in luxury, driving a, well, five-year-old Tacoma, but still, it's like, I've never had power windows before, and now I have power windows. Oh, wow. Like, oh, my God, this is, like, revolutionary. Oh, my God, I'm not, like, you know, putting money into fixing this thing. It's It's just stuff like that, so... Yeah, yeah. yeah be, my... be, be conservative when you can, but you know what? You got to live. You got to live a little. Yeah, for Bought sure. an iPad, too. That's coming, too. For the last, like, seven years, I'm like, I don't need an iPad. That's a waste of money. But I'm like, you know what? Whatever. I got, I'm not driving anywhere. I got money I'm saving on gas, not going into work, so I'm going for it. Whatever. Sweet. If I don't use it, whatever. Yeah. I yeah. will use it. I, I need new everything, so... <laughs> Go for it. I need a new phone. I need a new computer. I need new glasses. I need a new car. I probably well, go for the glasses first, probably, and then probably the car, need and then... new liver. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you never know. yeah, yeah. I mean, I've, I've quit drinking a you know over a year now. It was a oh, year. Really? Se- yeah, year September first. So just over a year. Saved right there. Yeah, it, it has been nice. A lot of it's gone into buying uh, you know video games and magic cards and stuff, and mm-hmm. a lot of it's gone into uh, Caroline eats a lot more. And, uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> I can tell when these boys oh about God. seven more years, I'm going to be at Costco every weekend. Just oh, it's crazy, man. Slaughtering carcasses to feed them. It's it's unreal how much that girl can put away. Love her to death. That's but, so cool. <laughs> oh, she's a great kid. Yeah. Uh, but anyway. I, anyway. Yeah, we're just gabbing to gab now. Sorry, folks. Uh, yeah, you guys can sign off if you want. We're not going to talk any about it. Oh, well, you know what? Keep it retro, everybody. There. Now you guys can go. And, <laughs> and we'll see you next time. Yeah. Yeah, keep it retro. Now we can just hang out and talk. Now people know.